This is the 4J Super Insights Podcast, featuring conversation with Eugene School District 4J Superintendent, Dr. Andy Dye. Hello, I'm Eugene School District 4J Superintendent, Andy Dye, and welcome to the Super Insights Podcast. Today, we have Dr. Chris Knowles from the University of Oregon Center on Human Development. Hi, Chris. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Do us a favor and tell us a little bit about who you are and what your background is. Sure. My background was I spent most of my K-12 educational experience not wanting to be in education. And as many people that try to fight the bug, it caught up with me. And I ended up graduating and doing some work as an educational assistant. And I worked in a bunch of different types of settings. I worked in juvenile justice settings. I worked as an educational assistant in a life skills classroom and then finished up my career as an educational assistant working in a kindergarten to include individuals with autism fully in the kindergarten classroom. I loved what I did. I knew I was making a big difference with the students that I worked with. And so then that inspired me to continue on. And then I was a special education teacher and I worked in a specialized program for students with emotional and behavioral challenges. And in that program was when I really saw the true power from, you know, the point of being an educator of the influence that my educational assistants had on my students. And so then I wanted to continue to do this work and went into higher education. And here I am. Nice. What is your area of research? My research really is focusing on, I like to say, low effort solutions to common problems. And I really like focusing on supporting, you know, our educational assistants and looking at how teams can work together with a focus on supporting individuals with emotional, social and behavioral development and any other opportunities that come my way. I like to consider myself, um, I let sometimes opportunities lead where my research takes me. Which led you to us in 4J and we're grateful for it. Tell folks listening a little bit about the project we have going on right now. Right now, the collaboration that I'm really excited about is to develop and to test what I'm calling the TEACH model. And TEACH is an acronym. Uh, We love our acronyms. (laughs) And TEACH stands for Teachers and Educational Assistants Creating Communication, Collaboration, and Coaching Habits. And so that's, we've got a little exponent on the C to signal that communication, collaboration, and coaching habits. And this collaboration is really looking at developing this system, which is kind of flipping the traditional professional development system. So instead of having, you know, you get to go do a fabulous webinar or a conference and you learn all of these skills and you get excited and then nothing really happens when you get back because it's busy. Um, You have too many ideas that you can't figure out what change you want to make. And the idea with this is providing bite-sized professional development in a kind of ongoing fashion and really focusing on giving individuals the skills to transfer what they're learning directly into their practice and looking at making Lots of little small changes so that we see uh, a lot of improved confidence and more tools to use in one's toolbox at the end of the program. Yeah, we know that investing in our workforce, especially in our EAs, is going to pay dividends down the line. That's a struggle for any school district, ours in particular, especially if somebody comes in in the middle of a school year, not during the in-service or not adjacent to a PD day. Um, What do you think? 
doing it this way will provide that we haven't been able to for our EAs um, in the past. Yeah, you've captured, I think, a pervasive problem that every single district is probably experiencing to a different extent. I know when I was an educator, my EAs uh, did not get any training. (laughs) And so that had to happen really kind of on the job. And I had to be the one that provided that training. When I was an educational assistant across all of the placements I was in, and I was working with some students that had some significant support needs, I received a total of zero training across my work in all of those placements. And so this model, um, because it's hybrid, so it's a mixture of accessing on demand and then doing those activities in practice, it allows for a lot of flexibility. And it allows to account for differing needs, different time constraints, um, as well as, you know, once we really develop um, these modules out, looking at uh, people's experience. And so perhaps they can even access modules based on areas where they want to focus on. And it's pretty uh, distinct differences for someone who's working with a, a little kinder or first grade kiddo versus somebody that's working with an 11th or 12th grade student. Who are you focusing your efforts on first? That is a great question. So I'm focusing on the area that is near and dear into my heart, and that is those early elementary school kiddos. So currently, um, the content should be meaningful and accessible for anyone working with elementary age students. We're really focusing on that middle childhood development period, but particularly focusing on, I like to call the little littles, um, who are, as we know, developing so many skills and require the most support to set them on, you know, their, the rest of their educational journey. And if I understand you correctly from prior conversations, you're working in conjunction with some of our students to build the modules and some of our teachers. And then you're working with some folks that went to 4J and actually benefited from some of the services that we provide. Is that correct? Yeah. So part of, there's a lot of people that have been a part of this journey, um, but one group in particular that I'm really proud to work with and and excited to have as part of the team are individuals who identify as experiencing disability themselves and were on IEPs in their K through 12 education experience. And so not only are they helping create these products, but they're also helping provide insight about their own experiences. They're helping vet the products, um, whether they think that it communicates the information in a way that is, you know, through this kind of empathy and understanding lens. So um, I had the pleasure of working with this team in a previous project, and I'm really excited to, to work with them again. That's great. So there will undoubtedly be um, at least a few EAs that listen to this, parents too. When should EAs expect to be able to start to engage with these modules in this PD? Well, um, I'm hoping that this could be available to any EAs in the 4J district starting in the fall. Right now we are piloting with a very small select group to kind of work out um, any kinks that need to be worked out and also getting feedback along the way about what is working for them. I did 
a kind of round of information gathering at the beginning. I'm going to do another round at the end. And also I have some EAs and their supervisors that have agreed to do some exit interviews with me so we can learn more about what works for them and what they think could be improved. Okay. A few last questions for the parents and students too who are out there listening. What would you want them to take away from this podcast? What do you want them to know about what's coming down the pipeline for them? Well, number one, I hope anyone listening really understands how our educational assistants are really like the beating heart of our schools. And it's really critical to be able to provide them the supports they need to be able to support the students. So that's number one. And that I always think it's important to make sure educational assistants are appreciated within their schools and within their communities because they do really important work. And then I just want to give a shout out to the University of Oregon and to the Center for Human Development. This partnership is really important to us, and it's wonderful to be able to have practitioners talk with researchers and figure out what some of the problems of practice are and problem solve together, network some solutions. Uh, Just want to, again, say thank you for being a part of 4J and helping us make better and more meaningful investments in what you refer to as the heartbeat of the district, which is our educational assistance. Mm-hmm. Thanks a lot for being here today, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. This is Andy Dye, superintendent of Eugene School District 4J, and this is Super Insights. 